week, I'm going to challenge you to keep up with me as I discuss topics from the latest in technology and music and people getting dunked on. Also, you'll get the very best analysis of the games and we watch them with encyclopedic level historical connection. Plus, we have got a community of guests that you'll feel like are your closest friends in no time. Listen and subscribe to The Right Time with Bomani Jones Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. When I have an asthma attack, I feel scared. It's like tiny nails in the air poke my lungs. I start to cough. Sometimes I, my parents have to take me to the hospital. Today, one out of 13 children suffer from some form of asthma accounting for nearly one-third of all emergency room visits. I feel like I'm choking. It's kind of like an elephant is on my chest. A little whistle sound comes out when I breathe. But while your child may suffer from asthma, asthma doesn't have to make your child suffer. There are simple ways you can prevent your child's next attack. To learn more, call 1-866-NO-ATTACKS. That's 1-866-662-8822. Log on to www.noattacks.org or call your doctor. Because even one attack is one too many. I feel like a fish with no water. Brought to you by the EPA, the Ad Council, and this station. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, George. 800-998-1003. We'll open up the phone lines yet again. Next segment coming up. At 205, Ben Heisler from Bet Sided will talk about the latest as uh, Major League Baseball gets going and everything. And we'll ask him one of my questions of the day. Who's getting more touchdowns at tight end? Kyle Rudolph, who signed with the Buccaneers, or Taysom Hill, who is, as Jordan says, has never played the position for the Saints. But either way, we'll have some fun with that as we are live at Katie's, as we are each and every Thursday. It's the crew of Katie's, and we are at Francesca in Lakeview, 515 Harrison Avenue. As um, the smells of lunch is all the way around us, man. Super excited about that. That said, you guys asked for it, and I've seen the social media presence, and people are excited about next-level soccer here in New Orleans. So who better to find out from about the possibility of that, where we're going, how long would it take, and all of that, than a couple of the principal partners of the group that is going to bring USL soccer to New Orleans, Mr. Warren Smith and Jamie Ewan. And, gentlemen, first off, thank you for joining us. How are y'all? We are great. Thank, yeah, thank you, you. appreciate your time. Thank you for having us today. We're doing excellent. Uh, for sure. And I know you guys are on at the same time, so I will just go by name to make sure that you guys know who it is that I'm addressing to. Warren, I guess let's start with you. Why New Orleans for a USL club? Well, why not? Isn't New Orleans uh, worthy of uh, of such? I mean, when you really look at the data, too, it really makes a lot of sense. I mean, you got a higher than uh, rate of participation growth. Um, granted, there's some catch up that you know that the region is doing, but you know people are choosing to play the game. And then you always finish in very, uh, very strongly on TV viewership. In fact, number one 
market from a viewership standpoint and the EPL NBC broadcast last season. Uh, you know, number 11 on all of them platforms, which include Bundesliga, uh, Syria, uh, Syria, on. Um, and then uh, MLS, you don't have an MLS team here. And, and yet in the MLS Cup last year, you finished uh, as the third strongest uh, viewership market. And sixth for the uh, W and um, I mean, the Women's National League. Uh, uh, so people play and people watch just the two biggest indicators of wow. whether or not we can uh, be successful. And, uh, That's um... – I, I would literally say there, Jamie, I, I, my eyes were raised there because obviously that, that means it's something you guys are looking at, metrics and things of that nature. But to hear that, I'm, I'm a kind of not surprised. A lot of our media members love the EPL. Uh, they have their own teams. And I look, I live next to a park here in Metairie Lafreniere, and you can't find a piece of grass that's not being, you know, that doesn't have soccer being played on here on the weekends. Jamie, touch on the growth that you're seeing in youth sports really, for the love of this game? Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, it's um, it's really encouraging. The data showing double-digit growth per year. You know, I think we're approaching 30,000 total soccer registrations in the state right now. You know, there's uh, uh, a lot of work to do as far as, you know, catching up with some of the more mature markets that, you know, have been, been playing the game for a while. But we're on a nice, nice trajectory right now. So that's very encouraging for us in a multitude of ways as it relates to future fans, future players, you name it. It's, uh, it's really exciting. Warren, obviously you guys don't go into a venture like this without looking at not only data but how to make things work. And I guess for listeners and soccer fans, you guys have experience of having done this before with other clubs, right? Yeah, absolutely. So both Jamie and I, in fact, I, I met Jamie while he was working at uh, LAFC, Los Angeles Football Club. Um, we were at a national, uh, national U.S. men's national team game at the Rose Bowl, and uh, and I was the you know representative of Sacramento Re- uh, Republic Football Club. So I started both uh, that club and San Diego Lloyd's Landon Donovan um, had experience in uh, turnaround of the Portland Timbers. And uh, and have helped a number of teams from a consulting uh, perspective. Uh, so, uh, you know, a lot has happened with this sport over the last 15 years, and it continues to grow. Uh, Jamie, who's from New Orleans, has had 17-plus years of professional sports experience and even more impressive career. So you want to share? Yeah, um, you know, as Warren said, you know, been fortunate to, uh, to, to go on a little bit of a journey. Uh, outside of New Orleans for several years, and, and part of that work product was, you know, being able to work on several kind of ground-up venue projects and and actually a launch of a pro team in Los Angeles, as Warren said. And um, so couldn't be more thrilled to be able to take those key learnings from those other experiences and come back home and do some good and unlock some of those tools here for our wonderful, wonderful uh, people in New Orleans that are just very, very excited for soccer in, in our home market. Speaking with USL NOLA principals Warren Smith and Jamie Ewan, you know, Jamie, you are familiar, obviously, with this area and, and how sports are kind of one and the same with the community and things of that nature, man. I, I just saw and been following, obviously, since you guys came to social media, you know, hey, su- suggesting names and think there was no shortage, huh, Jamie, for different names that were went in there. What were some that really popped to you? 
<laughs> you know, it, I would say just overall, the feedback that we've got and the, the just, um, I would just say the recall from the market since we kind of launched last week, you know, last Thursday, uh, it's been resounding uh, in a positive way. You know, fans and, and folks are just uh, really ecstatic. And I think, you know, we love to see the proactive uh, feedback, if you will. You know, it's happening just the way we'd like it to. You know, that's going to be the approach that we take uh, every single step of the way as we go forward is, is, uh, is asking the community what they would like. Uh, and we're going to do uh, our best to listen and, and provide those solutions as we go forward. But, you know, I think the, the, the names are, they're all over the board right now, if you will. You know, I think, you know, without getting too deep in the weeds on, on which ones are rising to the top of the stack, I think we have such a unique opportunity with New Orleans being a globally renowned city. And anytime it's mentioned, as, as all of us know that are from here, when you mention where you're from in a conversation with a stranger or someone you meet in a business meeting, no matter where you are in the world, people's ears perk up. So we've got a really unique opportunity to lean into that and, and really be proud of that and, uh, and really tell that story on behalf of our great city. Warren, obviously venue is important here as well. How much of that is a discussion and level of importance in, in making this not only come to fruition but be successful? Well, it's, it's uh, I mean, listen, I mean, it, it's, it's imperative that we actually get it right, and uh, which is why we want to spend the right amount of time. Now, granted, we have spent and looked at a lot of different options and have some thoughts on some different ideas, but we want to reach out to the community and ask first, you know, what do they want to, what, what do they want us to accomplish in a venue? What type of things do they want to have when they're there? What's the experience like? So on and so forth. And then, and then, you know, we want to in, engage them, you know, once we can uh, take some of our options to be uh, just a little bit more mature, and then ask them what they, you know, what their thoughts are. I mean, as Jamie shared, what the most important thing that we do is engaging the community in a dialogue so that we can learn, one, about what it is they want to accomplish, and, and then, two, we can build the club around their wants, needs, and, and desires. Things like names, you know. Um, quick story in Sacramento, I had this name that I just was certain was going to work, and it was the Sacramento Citizens, you know. And uh, we came back and did, did all of our survey work and, and firsthand uh, interviews showed that people really loved the fact that it was the capital of California. And they I said, well, how do we actually, you know, how do we memorialize that? And they pointed to the state flag and Republic was in the state flag. So um, pretty much the same outcome as the name of the citizens, but they got cited. And it just helped to uh, be part of the uh, the overall excitement that people participated in. So, uh, but venue is very important, and we engage the community and help you to make that decision. Makes a lot of sense, Jamie. I think the other thing too is I have a five year old. The word patience happens to be said a lot in my household here. So I try to, I, I, know, I know you want it now, and I know we all want that. What's a realistic timeline here? What is something that you guys kind of look at from getting the name to venue? to everything approved and then, you know, finally seeing something on a pitch here in the near future? What's the timeline? Yeah, uh, great question. You know, there's, there's multi-milestones multi you have kind of bundled in there as it relates to, 
you know, how we're building the brand, you know, the brand kind of, I guess, if you will, we're organically starting the process right now. I think there's uh, there's several milestones that we're up against right now that we're, we're questing and ambitious that we'd like to play by 2025. So that's the goal. That's kind of the North Star. Uh, if things were to accelerate, um, could we play sooner, potentially? Uh, but, but we've got our eye on the prize on the 2025 go live date. So, um, but, but I would say you're going to continue to see constant contact, constant outreach from us. Uh, just I would say the overall process for us is we're looking to enroll the community at large. We're inviting the community to participate in this journey with us, work alongside us, and help us shape and build this on every single step of the way. So that includes everything Warren just said from uh, the crest, the colors, the name, stadium location, stadium experience, you name it. Uh, we're just going to kind of work through those, that timeline, that cadence, as we go forward here, and uh, and and we're going to make some magic. Looking forward to that, Warren. What my final question for you too is: I we evacuated from Hurricane Ida a couple months ago, so I was in Atlanta, and it was my first time to go to an MLS game. First time really being in a soccer match of that level. Um, and I had heard, and obviously we see, we love to make fun of the Falcons. And we always would say, hey, look, you know, they're getting 70,000 in there and the Falcons can't get anybody in there. But having been there and seeing that experience, the pace of play in the game, the revelry uh, of the people with the, I mean, the drums and the flags and everything, I get it. Like, I, I honestly, for, for someone that has never been to a soccer match like that, when we walked out, I said, if I lived here, I'd get season tickets. And and I think experience is kind of one of those things, too, where playing soccer is fun, watching your kid play soccer on the weekends is great, but to, to go to a level of, of like that in an environment like that, I, I get it. I can see why the sport is growing, man. Well, you know, it, uh, first of all, I got chills when you were just describing that because, it. I mean, I, I played one game of soccer and broke my leg, so I actually I hated the game. Uh, for a long period of time until I got to see the fan interaction and, and, and that experience that you're talking about. Listen, it's packed for two hours, right? Um, these events never really go more than two hours. So that means that the, the people are jumping and cheering and, and, you know, balls are flying and you're just seeing really great athletes run up and down the field. And, but most importantly, you're really representing your community and having fun together as a community. And, uh, I don't think there's a sport that brings community uh, together better than soccer. Obviously, it represents all four corners of the world, and we're we're a, uh, we're a, uh, the whole country is a community of immigrants, and and frankly, New Orleans is uh, is special in that way too. So I'm just, you know, we just really, really believe that we're on to something special for this community, and we look forward to helping the community become even an uh, even greater place to live, work, and play. All right, Jamie, final thing as we wrap up here with principals Warren Smith and Jamie Ewan of USL NOLA, by the way, at USL NOLA, the way to follow on Twitter. Any final words for folks that have gotten excited by the latest announcements? Again, it's been a week, and people uh, are looking forward to this. I'm going to hold you to it, man. If you need it, you want to come on, you can always come on. I want to get as much info as possible to the listeners. So any final words to them? Yeah, I would say thank you for having us today, uh, and we will. We want to continue to. Uh, just keep you slash the community uh, up to speed on everything we're doing in as real time as we can. I would say for the community at large, for the folks that are out there uh, that have been uh, just 
uber uh, passionate about the, the the opportunity and the project and what we're working on since last Thursday. Keep the comments coming. Keep the feedback coming. Keep spreading the gospel alongside us. Invite more people to to check us out on social, our website, and checking out the league. You know, starting to get familiar with our peer clubs from within the geography, like Birmingham, like Tampa. You know, start start to you know start to familiarize yourself with the product, right? So we're just really excited to continue to get proactive feedback, suggestions, comments, uh, and and you won't hurt our feelings good bad ugly just keep them coming we look forward to seeing it we look forward to working alongside you guys to make this thing a reality love it man sounds exciting principals warren smith and jamie ewan of usl nolan very uh not very often you get to be a part of seeing something start and and having that feedback matter so thank you gentlemen for giving us a little bit of your time here on this thursday afternoon and look forward to chatting with both of y'all soon maybe even meeting yeah they'll look forward to that thank you much Yep, for sure. Warren and Jamie. Look forward to talking to them through. Uh, quick break. We come back. We will maybe hear, is that two pieces of grilled chicken breast on your chicken sandwich? That's what I was going to say. I that was, is unbelievable. I only asked for one. You only asked for one. Well, you know. It's you, a send off. You're one of our principals. He did say an intricate member of the show. That was him, this gentleman right here. Yep. There he is. I appreciate that. Yeah. You mustn't listen often. Anyway, sports hangover continues next on ESPN New Orleans. There are seven of us. That's right, seven. I'm Addie Ramsey. I'm Wesley Ramsey Jr. I'm Caroline Ramsey. And I'm her brother, Jackson. I'm Julia Ramsey. And I'm Roberta Wyatt. And now I'm pointing at our sister, Emmeline, because she's only one year old and she can't talk yet. Wave at the nice people, Emmeline. She's waving at you. Let's all clap for baby Emmeline. Our great-grandfather, Bob Ramsey, taught our grandfather. That's Robert Ramsey. And our great-aunt, Lori. That's his sister. How to make people happy. And now our fathers, Bobby and Wes, are teaching us how to make people happy, too. Because that's what Ramseys do. That's what Ramseys do. That's what Ramseys do. We make people happy. That's what we do. Look, everybody, Emmeline's waving again. Ramsey's Diamond Jewelers is the largest diamond store in Louisiana on veterans between Bonneville and West End in Metairie. Delivery trucks rush all over town and sometimes cause king-size accidents. The King Firm has trial attorneys experienced at handling crashes involving delivery trucks. They can help fight for your medical bills, lost wages, and pain and suffering. Get the royal treatment you deserve when you ring the King. If you've been injured in a delivery truck accident, ring the king at 909-KING. It's Gus Kattengill with the Sports Hangover. Join us for Thursdays with the crew of Katie's. Every Thursday, we'll be live at a member of the Katie's family of restaurants from 12 to 3. Whether it's Katie's on Iberville, Francesca's Deli on Harrison, or Bien View on Hickory. Enjoy lively sports banter with delicious eats. Join us as we talk about the latest from our local teams. And you'll likely hear me argue with Scott Craig about his St. Louis Cardinals and my Chicago Cubs. Good thing he's a Brother Martin grad. Thursdays from 12 to 3 is the Sports Hangover with the crew of Katie's on ESPN New Orleans. 
Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Only one performance a day. Well, let's get this show on the road, eh? Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. 800-998-1003. Phone lines are open if you'd like to chime into the conversation. That was good. Thank you, Jordan, for setting up that interview with the principals of the group trying to bring in USL soccer into New Orleans. Warren Smith, Jamie Ewan, if you missed it again, they're trying to shoot by their kickoff match of 2025, if not sooner. But I, I do like hearing, taking the time, where, where are we going to play? What's the venue going to be like? Investing in it and getting everybody's comments and thoughts from colors to names to what have yous. Because I do think it's important, actually. And and I said that towards the end of the interview, that you don't often get a chance to start at the ground floor or something. Not not that I think the Cubs could have done anything worse by having the, the C and the red and the blue. I love the colors. But I'm just saying, like, you, you have a chance. Look, we kind of saw that a little bit with the Pelicans, right, when they were able to do that in some didn't care for it, some didn't, but how much did the organization really pay attention to or not? I don't know. But I think in this instance, it does sound like those guys want to hear from you. And some of the names have been incredible. While Jordan tries to finish, I, and I see you did take one of the chicken breasts away, by the way. I mean, you have to. That was a double chicken-breasted sandwich that was given to you. Hey, this is... Like I said, the parents aren't going to be home tonight, like so this is, this is, leg this is, is, on this your is, bag. this is dinner. Nick Harrison joins us, <laughs> aka the professor. If you ever hear us reference the shows on Wednesday when mm-hmm. Sean Fox from Sports Talk 97.7 in one, so long, huh? Yeah. And then like the, the Sports Talk 977. Yeah. And, and then the whole, the um, what, what is it? The, the Twitter handle, it's Fox 4 Sports, Sports Talk. Talk. I'm like, what? But did Sean Fox not yeah. be available or something? On TikTok, like? it's Mad Cheer Dad. It's like Mad Cheer Dad. Yeah. Wow. Because, you know, he, he his daughter does the cheer thing. Oh, I'm fully and, aware yeah, of that. Yeah, we, we've, we've seen the post where he's hitting yeah. us up for, you know, we we need to go to Disney. Yeah. So uh, like, go buy me. these things. Yes, exactly yeah. right. It's uh, But anyway, you've been in North Louisiana. I, that's why I first met you. I've been yes. on that show. Dude, I don't know. How long has it been? Good Lord. Honestly. I don't want to age us, but uh, oh, it's you can. been a minute. You can. It's been I don't a while. Age us. He walks in with the Santa Claus beard. I mean, it's, I love it, by the way. That would take me 30 years. <laughs> it's no, no, taken no. me about two. two. That's two years yeah. of the growth? That's two do, years do, of the growth. Have we measured? Do we know how long that is? No. Uh, it's It's been a while since I've had, because I usually, like, trim it down. You do? Uh, but for the last little bit, I've been like, yeah, just, just like, trim it up. Don't take any of the length away. I want not, to see not, how So is that a COVID beard? No, this is something that I started before then, as a matter of fact. <laughs> oh, now. gosh. Like, right before COVID started, I started working on it. But uh I guess during that time, it kind of flourished into what is you see before you today. Is that what we're calling it, flourished? It, it is. It's very well manicured. Yes. I mean, it looks like it's done on purpose. So, it's I mean, part it's, of the brand. Yeah, it yes, is. Part of Speaking the brand. Speaking of brand, um you really have a million followers on TikTok? Yes. One point, I'm at 1.1 now, so yeah. I have like one. <laughs> now, granted, I don't TikTok. Okay, so I just, I just I'm really curious about this. Yeah, I've tried. It's there's an effort to it. It is. I mean, there's a little effort to it. I, I thought it was like you know an Instagram video. I can do all that, but no, because you have to go find the music and all. That. There's right. some effort to it. Um, you run the gambit too, from wrestling to headbanging in the car. Right. My favorite is swimwear because that's something that we can all understand here. Yeah. The, Has it changed swimwear? 
Because now, now they have the boxer briefs inside right. of them, which, by the way, I did get a pair of nice. 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 It, it feels nice. good, right? Yeah. You know, it's comfort. They're a little short, though. Comfort, leisure, <laughs> that kind of thing. Like more, it's more of the, uh, they, what is it they call it? The hoochie daddy shorts now? Yes. Because, well, you know, it's like the, you got to get the thighs. You got to yeah. see a little bit of the thigh. Like it used to be that you would get it down to the knee, yeah, and that's where you are. We've gone the other way, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, we've, we've gone the other way. We've gone a little uh, up a little bit, you know. We gotta give, the, gotta give the ladies a show. Oh, is that what we're gotta doing? Gotta give them a little okay. something, I'm you just know. Making sure looking that. for free, touching's gonna cost you, <laughs> you know. You. That's you okay? Yeah, how, how's the chicken sandwich? Choking on the chicken. No. <laughs> but it's true. Like swimmer yeah. is something that guys maybe don't really think about. No. You know, but I, I, I go this summer and I, look, you know, this is my, my opportunity to pipe myself in the back. It's not millions of viewers on TikTok, but I, I've dropped almost about 20 pounds. You're nothing, good. nothing fits me. So yeah. I need a new swim trunk. So I go and I'm looking, oh, I, I like this because on Instagram or TikTok, you'll see mm-hmm. everyone hawking their, their stuff. And I'm right. like, wait, would they, would they put boxer briefs in them now? Mm-hmm. You know, cause I am absolutely one of those guys that I can be in those all day at the beach, grilling at a pool. Having beverages and I don't really need to go inside right. kind of a thing, right? So I had a trip coming up to Atlanta. Sister-in-law has a pool in the back. That's literally me. Mm-hmm. Eight thirty, nine o'clock, pop the top. I'm in the pool. I eat lunch outside. Let me know when it's time for dinner. Like I don't need to go inside. Right. So trunks like that matter. You yeah. Know, I didn't know that. Those are actually um, uh, by Father's the, Day. By the way, someone like 95 for them now. So I didn't realize the yeah. swimwear went No, up. we're not doing all of that. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm used to the like 10, 15 bucks at the most. Yeah. And that's what you're doing. Is that your limit? Uh, yeah. For like swim trunks? Dude, yeah. Cause what it's like. What if they're uber quick drying though? Oh. Well, then we might spring an extra five or ten for that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we were – that was a Father's Day present that I got was uh the shorts and, like, cologne and usual stuff because we just joined – you know, I just moved to South Louisiana. You know, I came from North Louisiana. I'm in Hammond now. And we joined a gym. But, you know, the gyms out here, the athletic clubs, the fitness clubs, sure. they got the pool outside as well. Oh, wow. It's like since we're going to be going to the pool all the time, uh-huh. so I'm taking the kids with me, yeah. you might need to get a new pair of swimming trunks in order to go to the pool all the time. I barely get in the pool. This is me just sitting off to the side with the trunks on, watching the kids splash so, around. So you're not play. a swimmer. Well, I mean, I'm a waiter. I'm a, I mean, I'm, I'm more of a, you know, I walk into the water, I stand there, I right. look at the kids, I may throw a child across the pool sure. because they're asking me to, just go yeet across the pool, and then psh, right Something down tells me it. you like the video of the athlete throwing the baby in the pool that was viral last week. Well, that was me when that? I was a kid. My, my brother and sister used to play this game called Lifeguard. Let me, let me tell you a story. You played the, a game called Lifeguard. They played a game called Lifeguard when I was like a baby, around one year old and maybe a little bit less, where they would take me, young professor, throw me into the pool. And then the other one would have to dive in to try to save me before I get this, to the bottom. It sounded Ooh. like a dangerous game. Oh, well, well, you know, I survived it. <laughs> I mean, but you've had conversations with me, so I barely survived it. Yeah. But I'm here. Okay. So, you know, thank God for that. But that's that's some of the stuff that we used to do when I was younger. Like, now I'm not doing all of that. But, you know, it's like a five-year-old. He's like, hey, t- toss me. And I toss him. He's he can swim, so he's good. But it's more of just like playing around, fun in the pool. But no, I'm not not like full on swimming. I mean, I haven't lost. It's like Lazy River pounds, places like, is all ew, about you. you know. Lazy River places is all about you. Oh, See, yeah. I want the tube and the slides and the one where like the floorboard just kind of gets whisked away, and you're going, "What did I do?" Dude, all the way to the bottom. Give me, yeah, like a tube, a Lazy River, and a refreshing beverage. 
and I'm good to How go. How about I add a sponsored floating ice chest? Oh. I mean, you have a million followers. You yeah. should have a sponsored I mean, floating ice well, chest. Well, you know, I just uh, I was telling you, you got the uh, the, the Walla Walla bottle. That's Dude. one of my sponsors. First of off, this is so incredible. That, see, that's one of the newer ones. Yes. The spout because, that's it, open. Well, it, stuff, it, you, know. it, you have the, the spout if you want the chug uh-huh. or if you want to sip it as a built-in straw. See, I should be recording this as an ad, mm. man. So that's, well, you yeah. know I do that for a living. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just in. I know Jordan still is shocked that I actually have lasted this long, but yes. He advertises things, folks. Yes. If Advertise you. with Gus. Hey, like, or what, with what, me. What, I like money. What, what, does Sean, what does Sean Fox say to me? He will say anything for anybody, for yeah, anything, yeah, for, just, for just money. Give, just give me a little bit of cash, and um, I got you. An important question when it comes to Sean Fox. I have no idea if he's listening or not. I told him that you were here. Um, who's better you, looking? Between you and Fox? Yes. You. Thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, I love him like a brother, yeah. and you know this. But I can't give him that kind of credit. I can't right. give him the juice. Well, I, I mean, can't compliment him. You know, I will say this. Uh, I've seen you several times, not in North Louisiana, but at Tulane, because mm-hmm. you call Grambling. Yes. Yeah. Sports. And yeah. I Grambling played Tulane one day, and I got yes. to see you and everything. But mm-hmm. how long did you uh, call the Tigers? Uh, for eight years. Uh, I was there doing uh, sideline. I started out as a sideline reporter, but once uh, duties for the play-by-play and the color guy, they ended up having to do other stuff where they would go other places. So, as a matter of fact, the first game that I ever did with Grambling was against Cal and Jared Goff back when he was playing. Really? There. And the play-by-play and color guy weren't able to make the trip. So I was actually on doing color commentary for that game for the first time ever in my life. I had never done color, not even for high school. So they put me in the booth, had me do color commentary for a game against Cal. Uh And people all over the country are listening. And I sound no like an absolute nut. What do you but, tell? Yeah, because I'd never done it before. I mean, right. I know football, I know sports, but I'd never done that before. I told Jordan the key when he got into this business is to just say something either forcefully or so matter of factly enough that somebody goes, well, "Okay, well that's true." You know, so be like, "Yeah, Jared Goff is five foot four. Yeah. If you say it just like that, like what? It, all of a sudden, I'm looking it up. I mean, I might have believed you. You know, mm-hmm. you just, it's just yeah, you just you, say it. Anything that you, it, as, especially as a color commentary, because you're <laughs> adding right. on to the game, like you're adding all of these pieces. So if you say, you know, the five four freshman out of you know Santa Anita, California, throws a rope. Is there a Santa Anita? Yes, See? there is. He, he just did that. I was like, <laughs> there was a little doubt in me, but at the same time, the way he just said it, I was like. I, is Santa Anita next to Santa Cruz or Santa Clara, California? I guess Santa Anita make, I mean, Anita, Pina, Santa Maria. I mean, why the, not? Anita. There, there was a time. There a lot of Spanish over there. Where if there was anybody from California, I would say they were from Rancho Cucamonga just because I like to say that. See, again, that <laughs> so probably just, sounds like where the Dallas Cowboys train. Yeah. But there, there is an actual <laughs> Rancho Cucamonga in California. There, that's not a, that's not a, that's a real please thing. Please go do a TikTok at Rancho Cucamonga. <laughs> <laughs> if I ever make it out to Rancho, I'm doing a video, I'm tagging you in it. So you can get two followers. It's time to hit the break. Uh, when we come back, I'll ask you some sports stuff because Jordan's still eating. Fun. Can you do that? Can yeah. You fill in absolutely. for Jordan for a quick sec. Uh, when we come back, I will give you some of our questions of the day here as well and get your thoughts on it. And uh, you know what? You covered Grambling. It's interesting. Are they still the only university that is willing to that there's going nil everybody I on that so. football team? So yeah, we'll touch on that when we come back. Yeah. The professors joined us here at eighties. Jordan Goosey, the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Grace on the water, lips like sugar, lips like sugar.
Home health services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health, where the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about home health services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. Ray Maliazzi here for eBay Motors. So you have to drive 300 miles to your cousin's wedding. Okay, so it's his fourth. But you know what they say, fourth time's the charm. (laughs) Well, here's the problem. Your tires are as bald as I am. But lucky for you, eBay Motors has tires for just about every make and model. Plus wheels, lug nuts, jack stands, and more. 122 million parts. Do they have tissues? Oh, good, because I'm definitely a crier. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBay Motors. Let's ride. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. Uh, dashboard light problems? We can help. Our free fix finder service can read your check engine light, ABS light, and service indicator light. And give you possible solutions, verified by licensed technicians. You'll even get detailed results sent straight to your email so you have them when you need it most. It's the most complete free warning light report backed by technician verified fixes. The free fix finder service, only at AutoZone. Get in zone, AutoZone. More details at AutoZone.com. This message sponsored by the Louisiana Workforce Commission. My name is Stephanie Simeon. I am the executive director for the Workforce Development Board. We want our community back in Lake Charles. We offer a plethora of services, education, financial assistance, supportive services. We are here to put you back to work, Louisiana. Find out how the Louisiana Workforce Commission can help you at laworks.net. Citizen. What are you waiting for? Pick up the phone. We want you to be on the show. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengat. Jordan Kleberry, J.D. Kleberry, way to follow. Over on Twitter at ESPN Radio NOLA, our questions of the day. Jordan, you got a handful of them. You got yeah. a handful of questions of the day. Well, first off, we have a poll question. Who has more touchdowns this season, Kyle Rudolph or Taysom Hill? Still leading the way with 77% is Taysom Hill. Mm-hmm. The other question has to deal with the NBA, and the 76ers announced today that the site where the proposed building of the future home of the 76ers at Market East. Yes. So, if or when the Pelicans build a new arena, what would you like to see in it, and where would you like to see it built? By the way, $1.3 billion, Nick Harrison, a.k.a. the professor joining us here, is the cost for the new proposed 76ers arena. It's multi-purpose, though. It's multi-purpose. Yeah, you know, we'll, we'll have different things there. At $1.3 billion. You know, when we when we play these video games, you sure. know what I'm saying, like the basketball, football video games, you have the option now as an owner, quote-unquote, to, like, build arenas and come up with, like, all of these different things and numbers and the... The numbers that they come up with for some of this stuff is just astronomical, man. One point three billion. Billion for bit with a B. With a B. Billion. Now, now mind you, it's a uh, it's a nice square, right? Yeah, can you show, can you show Nick it's the, kind of a square. the square? I mean, that's downtown Philly. I mean, well, you, you know, know. It's, it's it's you know, it's, it's hip to be square. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. So it, it looks very nice, but it just. But I guess that's the growing rate. I mean, you know, for land and yeah. you got you know, yeah. but that's and you know it's gonna be over <laughs> budget and it snows there. It's cold, you so, know. <laughs> but they, and I'm sure there's, but there's of course going to be. A reasoning for it being that much and, you know, people are going to complain about taxes, blah, 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 all of that. But at the end of the day, 
you're building something that people will want to come to. It's got to be a great experience yeah, for no, you. No doubt about it. As, uh, my friend's making sure I'm up to date with the latest information in the world of sports. There you go. Um, Nick, what are the other things, too, that I, you know, in our question of the day, that I, I'm going to get your opinion on Taysom Hill, Kyle Rudolph. Of course. New tight end of the Buccaneers, by the way. Not, not Hill, Rudolph. Mm-hmm. Kyle Rudolph. I think Taysom Hill will have more touchdowns than Kyle Rudolph next year. Am I out of my mind? Uh, no, you're not. Because I feel like with Jameis Winston being healthy, that will be one of his prime targets. And if you're talking about combined touchdowns, if you're not just talking about receiving touchdowns, yeah. if you're talking about combined touchdowns, yeah, Taysom Hill has an excellent opportunity to have more than Rudolph because of the fact of he's a Swiss Army knife. He can do just about anything on the field that you need him to do. He could pass the ball. He could run the ball. He could catch the ball. He could go get the water, come back on the field, and get make sure everybody is refreshed <laughs> during the timeouts. Right. Like he does pretty much everything yeah. that you need him to do so I don't see why he wouldn't have more touchdowns than Kyle Rudolph because of all the things he's able to do on more the More opportunity. Jordan, break down the, the touchdowns per uh, way of how they did them, if you remember. So was it six? 16 reception, I think, right? 16 reception. I got it on Twitter real quick. Uh, we're we're going to pull it right up. If you can't figure it out, put it on Twitter. There it is. Uh, eight eight passing. passing touchdowns, 16 rushing touchdowns, and seven receiving, receiving touchdowns. Yeah. So, again, that's that's a handful of opportunities. I keep thinking, and I cannot remember, who was the receiver that the Falcons essentially used as a running back last year? I cannot think of his name for anything to save my life. Anyway, him, Debo Samuel, mm-hmm. those are guys that I think you saw last year Teams last year, if you remember, going into training camp said they're all looking for their Taysom Hill sort of thing. Right. But I thought what you saw as well was a situation where teams tried to find a way to get the ball. Like I, it's what I keep saying, Nick. I don't need Taysom Hill to be Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. I don't need him to be Tony Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. I would like him to. That'd be fantastic. Be Can you learn seven to ten routes? And let's be honest, how many? What's the passing tree route at tight end? Right. Mm-hmm. I mean. Go straight, turn around on third and four, five right. yards, count it, and I'll throw it to you. He's kind of large, right? I mean, right. that's kind of what I'm looking at. Yeah. Give me an out route. We're at two. Give Go me out. a slant. We're at three. Come back to in. the ball. Just well, get that's the first four, down. five. Yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, a good seven to ten routes that you're comfortable knowing. Mm-hmm. Because I think end the rounds, just quick snaps, toss to him. My point I'm trying to say is put him in a situation where he's going up against the DB. Or a linebacker, one on one in space. Right. Good luck with that. I like. I think at the very least, on a third and four, it can get me five yards if the pass hits him at the four yard mark. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't see one person bringing him down without him falling forward very often. That's all I need from him at that position because Nick, I have Thomas, Alave, five time Pro Bowler Jarvis Landry. Alvin Kamara. I don't need him to be a central piece of the offense. He can be one of those, oh, darn, they threw it to Hill. Right. I thought it was going somewhere else. Yeah. That's what I need from him. When you have a team like the Saints that have multiple weapons in your arsenal, like multiple guys that you can pass to, multiple guys that you can hand the ball off to in order to get those short-yarded situations, a guy like Taysom Hill is, as they would say in Louisiana, Lanyard. You know, he's a guy that you love having on your team, but he's not necessarily the focal point. Right. And there are other teams in the league. You talk about Debo Samuel. There are athletes that these teams have 
that you want to try to find a way to get the ball in this guy's hand in any way possible. Do you need to line him up in the backfield? Let's do that. Do you need to put him in the slot? Let's do that. Do you need to put him out wide? Let's do that. Do you need to line him up as a tight end? Let's do that. You have all of these. And plus, if you're that good of an athlete to where you can line up in those multiple positions and you're able to do it well, why wouldn't you do it? And this is a copycat league, as you know, Gus. Just like when the Wildcat was the thing to do years ago. When one team did it and it was successful, everybody tried to do it. Remember that? So now Wild everything. Exactly. So now (laughs) you got the same thing here with your Swiss Army Knives, your Taysom Hills, your Depot Samuels. You line them up anywhere on the field that you need them to go, and they make it happen for you. Cordero Patterson. Mm Mm-hmm. That's who I was referring to. The Falcons essentially used him as a running back. He was a receiver, converted into it, but that's what they, I mean, it was essentially Hut. Here's an end around. Hut, here's this. Hut, here's that. As I, nice catch though. You like that though. I did that was catch a good the catch. flying fork that almost just went all over your pants. Went all over me. That would have been a disaster. Actually, I did get some wasabi ranch on me. It's okay. Well, when we talked to Dennis as Allen. As long as everyone knows to, that it's wasabi ranch. When we talked to Dennis Allen. Nick. Next, just, just let him know. The coloring is important. Yeah, let's just it's let him know. It's wasabi. Ranch. Make sure you're very intense with I'm just, that. I'm just saying. Wasabi Ranch. It's Wasabi Ranch. Wasabi Ranch. I love Not saying anything that. else. That'd be a great ranch to go to. I'm going to the Wasabi Ranch. What's it, Sean uh, Is that next to the Cucamonga? Rancho Cucamonga yeah. Wasabi Ranch? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Great toppings for your salad. It would be fantastic. What, what would we find at the Wasabi Ranch, by the way? Uh, You know, spicy things. Spicy. You know, like a, uh, a horse. Uh-huh. Maybe that you ride and he's. <laughs> this could go south really quickly. You yeah, know that. Let's, 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 let's move on. Let's veer away. One of the things I started out the show with was Kyler Murray, the main topic of the day in the NFL. Mm-hmm. He signed his extension, five years, two hundred and thirty and a half million, one sixty of it is guaranteed. And I naturally went into localizing this. Mm-hmm. If I'm a Saints fan, what would Jameis Winston have to do this year? For me to call Fox's show, this show, and say it's time to give this man an extension. Can he do anything this year to say he is the franchise quarterback? Because that's what eventually we all want to find out, right, with him. Like, this isn't can he throw a pass like Taysom Hill? Can he learn the offense? Yeah. Is he the guy you're going to commit the next three to five years to? I mean, that's what that's what this season is for him, isn't it? You want you want to, I would say playoffs. Uh, if it's a division championship. Okay, I said playoffs, 100%. he added division. So that's yeah. where you're going. Division. 100%. Like, a play, I think playoffs would be a reason for playoffs would be a reason for people to say, yeah, let's go ahead and give him, assign him to a long-term deal. Let's see what he can do. Because in all honesty, look at your options. If you look at your options right now, I mean, I, I mean just being real, if you're Chris, looking at the options. Chris Rock famously said you're. A man is only as faithful as his options. It's very true. What are your options if you're the New Orleans Saints? I mean, you can look ahead and say, well, who's going to be in free agency next year? But all of your top flight quarterbacks are getting their extensions or getting their contracts now. You see what just happened with Kyler Murray. So, And you see what happened with some of the teams this year who really didn't know what they were going to do quarterback-wise, scrambling at one point to try to find somebody to be the leader of their team. You don't want to be in that position. If Jameis Winston can show you this season through – 
playoffs, through division championship, maybe a playoff win. If he can show you this year that he can be the guy, because he's not like an older quarterback. He still has a few. He's still young. He's still got a couple years left where he could still be in top form. And he looked really good last season until he got injured. I think one of the things that will be interesting, too, is how, how we counter what we see or how we weigh what we see. Yeah. And what I mean by that, Nick, is defensively the Saints have a potential to be at least top ten. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't see – they didn't lose anybody. Yeah. I mean, I, I know you can tell me it's Marcus Williams. He didn't even make the top ten in Madden, all right? Whatever. But you got the honey badger. Marcus Mays, May was at least in the neighborhood statistically with him. Mm-hmm. I think you added depth at corner with Alante Taylor. Adebo did an incredible job as a rookie. Lattimore's a solid player. Mm-hmm. They didn't re-sign Quan Alexander. They're really happy with, you know, what Pete Werner's done. Right. DeMario's back. Mm-hmm. If Marcus Davenport plays, that'd be fantastic. Peyton Turner, you didn't see him last year because he was injured. By the way, he was last year's first-round pick at defensive end. Mm-hmm. Anyamata shouldn't be suspended for six games this year, so that will be a help. Yeah. And Cam Jordan's going to be better because of the help that I just mentioned on the D-line. Right. I don't see the defense taking a step back. At receivers, we mentioned a five-time Pro Bowler. Chris Olave looks the part. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to be the guy like he normally would on a team that hadn't won many losses because the attention is going to be on Michael Thomas Correct. and Jarvis Landry. He's got Camaro. Whenever he comes back from whatever suspension, you got Taysom Hill that can help you a player or two here or there. I, I'm interested, though, in how we weigh because he already did it earlier. Well, you have the defense. Did they win the game because of the defense? Well, anybody could win the games and pass for 250 yards when you have that receiving core. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, look, of course they, you know, they score 20 points a game. They have Alvin Kamara. I'm wondering how do we weigh it? Is it decision-making? Is it lack of interceptions? Like, a, you know, less than 15, less than 10? I mean, like, realistically, I want to know what the barometer is. Like, what, what are we going to... What are the measuring sticks to say he had a good season this year? Because the football team, I think, is good enough to win. Yeah. See, it depends on what eyes you're looking at it through. If you're looking at it as an executive, as a coach, as somebody who's involved with the team, at the end of the day, the only number that matters is the W. Did you get into the win column or are you in the loss column? If you're looking at it as a fan, of course it's going to be the eye test because uh-huh. you remember Drew Brees, you remember those years as the offense was one of the greatest things that you could see, yeah. putting up numbers, winning winning the Super Bowl. That's what people are going to look at. But can Jay, if you're looking at it from that point, yep, then it's going to be hard to try to live up to that. Josh, we'll come to you right out of the break. Professor, we'll keep you another segment before you head on out of here. Uh, Nick Harrison. Joining Jordan Kleber and Gus Catgill with you. We're live at Francesca, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. It is Thursday for our crew of Katie's. Josh, you're next on ESPN New Orleans. Since 1948, the 
At 74 years, Valerio Brothers has been in the commercial shrimping and fishing supply business. They carry a large selection of stainless steel shafts up to two and a half inches, but they can also order larger if you like. They also stock two, three, and four blade propellers up to 40 inches, a large selection of shaft couplings, single V struts, and stainless steel rudders. Now listen to this, Solario Brothers is now stocking rudder blades and rudder shafts so you can make your own rudder. Now carrying stainless steel plate pieces so you can make your own V-strut. A huge selection of stainless steel stern tubes, rudder and shaft shoes, fiberglass tubes, rudder ports, packing boxes, and dripless shaft seals. Stocking tiller arms and rubber cutlass bearings along with a big line of motor mounts. Visit Alario Brothers before the season. That's Alario Brothers, 894 Avenue A, West Wego. Visit their website at alariobros.com. Shrimp boats is a common, their sails are inside. Shrimp boats is a common, there's dancing tonight. Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa has got your summer deals. Plus, we're ready to deal on every vehicle in stock or online too at GregLeBlancToyota.com. Remember, we have the all-new Toyota Tundra, totally redesigned and ready for your summer plans. The kids are out of school, and you've got vacation plans. It's the perfect time for something new, and we want your trade, and we're paying top dollar. Greg's got the deal. South Hollywood Road in Homa. Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa has got your summer deals. Where opportunities are created, not waited on. That's the Danos difference. I've been here for 23 years. The opportunity for advancement within Danos was pretty evident early on in my career. They give you a lot of tools and training in order to learn the oil field industry. It's been an excellent ride for me. Join the team that does it different at danos.com. That's D-A-N-O-S.com. They say that once you give him control, he'll own your brain forever. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. How did you devour, by the way, those chicken breasts? It was only... Sandwich? I, I have the other breast in here. I devoured one of the breasts. Is that a... But the other breast is... That is, sounds like... Don't take it out of context. I was yeah, say, it's, we're just talking about... That literally sounds like something you would TikTok. We're, we're talking the, about the, chicken. I devoured you know, the breast. You know what? Devoured you, the, what is it? The split-screen TikToks that you do? Yeah. yeah. The little duets. This, like you would hear the, him saying that, and then on the right side of I'm the screen would faces. be you making faces of I mean, what get you... Get y'all's mind out of the gutter. It's I mean, talking about chicken. I'm just talking about one of his TikToks. Once again, the professor, Nick Harrison, joining us here. Um, recently moved from North Louisiana over to Hammond, so we wanted to treat him to lunch today. And once again, um, how many TikTok viewers do you have? Uh, 1.1 million 1. 1.1. He could have just said one. One million. No, 1.1. You, you have to add we got to be accurate. Accuracy is important. Thank Accuracy you for the phone yeah. call, Josh. What you got for us today, bud? I love this conversation. It's it's almost comical that we're talking about Taysom Hill. Oh, this is Taysom Hill, Josh. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'll just say this. If, mm-hmm. if I came to you today and said, who's going to score more touchdowns, Mark Andrews or Kyle Rudolph? Mm-hmm. You'd say that's a crazy question to ask because Mark Andrews is a top five paid tight end. Okay. Jason Hill is a top five paid tight end. And we're having a conversation <laughs> if he's going to outscore Kyle yes. Rudolph, yes. who is 33 years old. Yes, he has the goat. But he's also he has the goat. But he's also a professional tight end, which is why I was going in this direction. <laughs> Well, he's been a professional tight end for 17 minutes. I understand yeah. that. I, feel, I totally get that. But what I'm saying is, is we're talking about is Jason Hill going to score more touchdowns? Yes, he is. Of course, he's actually going to lead. He's going to be second 
rushing touchdown leader behind Kamara when it comes to rushing touchdowns for the Saints. How could you know? They'll have more rushing touchdowns than Josh knows. Josh knows everything about Taysom Hill. I'm just letting you know. I remember. No, 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 I, I get, I get the whole, like, he's gonna, the whole jack of all trades and whatnot. I get it. We're paying him Travis Kelsey money and we're talking about this. This is unbelievable to me. Okay, but regardless of that, uh, he I also paid Omer Ashik a lot of money, and he didn't do a lot. Where did Omer Ashik come out of this conversation? Omer Ashik for the Pelicans. <laughs> we also going everywhere. There's been a lot. Of, there's been a lot of contracts that you know have been worth a lot of money, and players haven't done a lot. Well, oh, I agree. Actually, if you actually look at Drew Brees after '09, he gained uh, over 189 million dollars. He averaged about $45 million per playoff win. So I agree with you. Some people don't make the money they get paid. They don't, they're not what they're worth. But regardless of that, I just wanted to say with LeBron James, what he was saying about how he, what did, what did he say about, uh, I ain't, I'm him. what was his I'm him. comment? I'm him. I'm him. But, but what did he say before that? What was his like things that he said before that? He said, I don't give an F what anybody says. I'm him. He doesn't give a fish. It's about the criticism. No, it's well, not actually, fish. If you, if, okay. you read that, if you read that quote, LeBron in LeBron fashion said a double negative. So he actually <laughs> says he cares about what everybody says. If you go and read it. So, no, 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 no one responds to the self-created criticism better than LeBron. He started the criticism. Anyway. Then now he says bleep the criticism. It's really, it's really incredible, Josh. Yeah, I, uh, I'm LeBron and, uh, Taysom Hill, they hang out. So regardless, <laughs> I just want to call. Thank you for taking my call. And actually, uh, the professor's a great follow on TikTok. He's awesome. Later, guys. Josh, oh, thanks, wow. man. I appreciate it. Did the, not the, know that. Right follow the professor hey, on man, TikTok. big time. You know, the, the, you the check's in the mail, Josh. Yeah. I'm so glad for as long as I've known you, Gus, some things never change, and that includes your uh, fandom for LeBron James. Like, he's a he's – a, he's a, you, 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 <laughs> you're consistent, if not anything else. I am. Like, <laughs> LeBoo James. LeBoo James. <laughs> LaBoo. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. This dude literally, you know. Is the boo capitalized? What did I need to have last last media day when he when he had all the receipts? The energy. Oh, yeah, I needed yeah, to have yeah, the yeah, same yeah. energy yeah. for when they won everything. Yeah. And then, you know, heaven for – my man took that down. Have you ever taken down a TikTok, a tweet, or an Instagram post – that wouldn't have got you in really big trouble. I'm just saying just because maybe you didn't care for the feedback. Well, it's, well, there was one, uh, I did, uh, cause you know, I do the videos where I'm jamming out of my car to certain songs. Yes. And I was doing a song for, I, it was Mother's Day, so I wanted to do one for Mother's with, with Mother's. Sure, for the mo- yeah. Mother's. So there's a song by this guy, Danzig, mm-hmm. called Mother. But I was still in education at the time, so it's like tell your children not to walk my way and all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, that that might not be a good look. Somebody need to go ahead and take that. It went did well when I first posted. I was yeah. like, you know, this might not be the best look. So yeah, it is interesting you say that because this show is now when did I start? 2010, so 12 years old. This January we made 12. And it's crazy when you think about it that some of the things that I probably would have openly said or that we would have made fun of or thought that was funny, you you probably can't now in a lot of different areas and venues. So, yeah, videos, maybe sometimes they don't age well. And one thing that we do know, social media lives forever. And they are people that will spend all day looking and scrolling and trying to find something for you. Um. One of the other things I wanted to ask you too, though, again, because North Louisiana, 
you know, has obviously with, with Sean in that area up there, you have, you know, Louisiana Tech, ULM, and then obviously with Grambling, which is something that we always try to do and try to give as much love as possible to HBCUs. But, but one of the things that I thought was interesting out of all the schools, right? I mean, SEC Media Days just ended. We see USC and UCLA going to the, you know, Big Ten for an extra $70 million T rights. Little old Grambling says, you know, we're going to pay every player. A little NIL. Now, it ain't 5.2 per, mm-hmm. but that's interesting because I've always said at some point human nature, Nick, and I know a lot of your videos, you, you like to look at human nature. Yeah. You know, he walks in and he's got a Range Rover. I'm blocking for him. You're the tight end that's actually catching those passes and none of us can get a free burger. You know, mm-hmm. like I just yeah. wonder at some point. Does jealousy take over? Does it happen? Are you okay with it? Are you good with it? You get your bag. There's respect on it. I just, I, and then I also wonder the pressure that normal people would feel, right? What he walks in and be like, "Hey, Nick, catch the pass, dude," because I need to have tur- you know twenty, thirty TDs. I mean, I need to have four a game. I'm, I'm looking for the Heisman, and I blew a block. Now it's my fault. I'm getting yelled at. You know, like. I just wonder that uh, that element of it because it's interesting. Gramley said, hey, we're going to take care of everybody, man. And that'd be a lot. Yeah. It's going to be the same. Everybody has the same. Yeah. But see, that's – do you think that will work in the NFL? Like if teams were like, yeah, we're just going to pay everybody. Tom Brady, you're going to make the same as this guy who's on the end of the bench. Good point. Is, it, is Are you going to do this for everybody? Because what this is doing in college sports now is preparing them for the next level. It's preparing them for pro sports. That's what college football was supposed to be doing in the first place. And – it would never work on the pro level. Now, is there going to be jealousy? Of course there is, because there's always jealousy in the workplace when you see somebody who's making more than you are, that's making, that's getting more attention than you are, that's the contract is bigger than your contract, but you feel like you're still doing the same amount of work, if not more. That position is always going to be there, no matter what the job, no matter what the uh, position. I'm sure that Jordan has these moments where he's sitting next to you saying, this guy, I can't believe he's looking on It's why he's leaving us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's why he's leaving us. But there's going to be, of course, there's going to be that resentment a lot of times. But there are going to be a lot of colleges who follow suit with this where everybody's making the same. Sure. Everybody's got the same kind of deal. Everybody's going to be, be on an NIL, especially when you have a name like a Grambling State University that has that kind of cachet in certain areas and certain communities. So it, it that kind of thing is something that you're going to see happen at more college in more colleges across the country with those kind of deals. Got two minutes here, Nick, before we let you go. But along those lines, too, and having covered Grambling for a couple of seasons here and calling their games, how big is what Deion Sanders has been doing that? Fantastic. It's gigantic because what it is is putting a lot of this on the map. You know, he's what Deion Sanders is doing at Jackson State University is putting a lot of what HBCUs are doing in the national eye and in the forefront. You probably wouldn't have gotten as many people at SWAC Media Days as you would have before Dion was there. Interesting. And now you see some of these other schools. I know Eddie George is uh, coaching now in the HBCU. And uh, you have uh, – there were other guys. I remember back when I was doing my show – uh, at, in North Louisiana, Joe Horn was interested in coaching Grambling when they had a coaching vacancy. Right. And so you have these guys, these former football players that want to come in and coach some of these teams and it gives your, your school some cachet. It gives your community some cachet and it gives an eye, it put, it puts eyes on the product that probably wouldn't have been there if those guys weren't a part of it. 
Nick, appreciate you stopping by, having a little lunch here at Francesca, man. Uh, now you're a resident of, I guess, South Louisiana. Yeah. I mean, Line I, up. He lives in Hammond. So yeah, I mean, say you might are you lining up? Oh, line up, baby. <laughs> there we line go. Line up, Southeastern. <laughs> you better line up. Line up. <laughs> Get it done. I love that. The Professor Nick Harrison, man. Hopefully it won't be the last time we hear from you, bud. Yeah, yeah, you got a friend with us here, man. Yeah, Looking I'm forward here. to it. Just give me a call. You know where I'm at. Yeah, I hear you, man. Thank you. I'm not Mr. Goody Two Shoes at all. You know, I, I did, Jordan did the, uh, you know, you never babysat, but uh, he did, did watch the dog. He did watch the dog. So some might say that's babysitting. You know, maybe some opportunity for you. Oh, hey, you know, Nick. <laughs> if the money right, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Give well, me call, baby. I, I left the six pack for. for I'm him. Yeah, sold. <laughs> no, what what brand? What brand? Well, it depends. Whatever you want. Hour three next on ESPN New Orleans.